Welcome to the first episode of They Make Things, uh, a podcast where I talk to my favorite creatives about the things they make and how and why they make them. My name is Josh Ryan. I am a designer and illustrator and maker of things here in Houston, Texas. And my guests are none other than uh, Connor Clifton and Ned Gale, uh, comedians, artists, illustrators, content creators. What would you What would you guys say that you do? Content. I like content creator. Content creator. It's a good. Uh, that phrase is like fairly new. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and when, a hell of a buzzword. It really. Well, when it when it kind of like it came out or like came into the the public consciousness uh, yeah. at school you had to like kind of market yourself i went to, to film school and everyone had to like figure out like what, what am i gonna put on my business card like i like writing stuff i like doing all this stuff and so, like the first kid to write content creator every kid like lost their freaking <laughs> mind like this is so easy it's like the invention of the wheel yeah. like, <laughs> the opening thing in 2001 everyone's jumping around the <laughs> content creator <laughs> Uh, but yes, that's what exactly what I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that it's the most accurate and easy way to describe what you do or what I do. Yeah, because um, I kind of do a lot of things. I don't know. It's good because it like it's it gets the the conversation is more about like what type the topics of what you're creating content around and yeah. less about like mm. the the methods of production. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I would. I would say content creator as just like a BS thing of like, that's just, that's what I do. But like, if I were to get into it, I'd be like, oh, I'm a video editor and uh, a humorist. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Like> an improviser. <laughs> I'm a, a lampooner. <laughs> uh, I think content creator is what I would, am about to put on my LinkedIn after the show. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been freelancer for too long. A freelancer was what my go-to. consider you a to. producer. A producer? Yeah. I think, I think that's a title content that you could producer. wear. Content producer. Yeah. Okay. A creator. I'm, I'm a content reducer. I've <laughs> actively thrown away zines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Producer. I'll take it. So you said you went to film school. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that kind of where you got your sink your teeth into being a creative, or or what was kind of the genesis of of Ned uh, the humorist? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Ned the humor. I like that. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I was always making videos as a kid. Like, uh, the second I got my parents' video camera, that was like, I had a series of videos called Nerdy the Nerd Boy with one of my friends, Mitch, when I was in, uh, like, second grade or third grade. Uh, and ever since that, I would just, like, anytime I had a group of friends, it's like, let's make some videos, blah, 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 stuff like that. Yeah. And then just going to film school made it, like, I could officially tell people, I was like, no, I'm the film guy. I'm the filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> I could officially wear these glasses once I went to film school. Yeah. yeah. Connor, what about what about your kind of creative origin story? Um, so I think a big part of what I like, I just kind of like making stuff that I found funny. Yep. I never really wanted to impress anybody. Uh, it was just, hey, if this is good enough for me, it's good enough for the world. And did not get a good return on that. <laughs> uh, so after just wandering through college miserably, smoking pot and doing open mics at coffee shops that expected poetry, not yeah. dumb stand-up, uh, I decided to kind of make some changes and take advantage of the fact that uh, one thing that I think that I'm good at is... Um, setting a, an event on Google calendars and uh -huh. just like making sure people know like, Hey, a meeting is being held. Yeah. And I, I've talked about this on my own show before, but I started my college radio station yeah. at U of H and I really, all I did was get people in the room. Like, I mean, I'm good at getting people in a room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so through that, uh, I've just constantly been doing that. I mean, different group projects I've worked on, I um, just get people together, people that I like, people that I trust, and together we make something really fun. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the, the big things I found is that growing up, I had like a similar experience of like, I just wanted to make stuff that, that I enjoyed and didn't get a great return on that and thought like, oh, it's just that I it, it's I'm not good at this, when really was it was like I hadn't found the other people who have enjoy this stuff yeah that's a, another big part of it so with the radio station that was more of a I saw a need yeah. and I knew that I could fill it 
And I took care of that. And, like, there were so many different DJs. There was, I, there was a staff of 50 people, and I hated all of their music tapes, <laughs> and they hated mine. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I thought, like, oh, I should do this comedically, and I found people such as Ned that, like, I shared a lot of humor with interest with. Yep. Um, I was able to make something really fun <laughs> that I, I'm proud of. Yeah. Is that kind of how you two started working together or met each other? Or No. And while we, you were talking about this, Ned, I thought about we talked on our show about the first time you met me yeah. and you saw me perform. Yeah. The first time I saw any content of yours was at Zine Fest when I interviewed you. Oh, yeah. 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 And you didn't I, see my metal band play at Fat Fest? <laughs> no, I kind of bolted aside. <laughs> I performed at a comedy festival that Ned and his friends threw in Clear Lake. And I had a lot of fun doing it. Ned approached me after the show. Um, so did all, all, all those girls. Uh, everybody thought I was really cool and hot. Um, and they, uh, yeah, I just like exchanged email addresses with Ned. And we've talked about this before. We've gone back to look at those old emails and it's just stuff like, I like Tim and Eric and Venture Brothers. What do you like? And we're just, yeah, we've always just been silly goobers. I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of audio issues. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just doing some troubleshooting. This is my creative uh, outlet. Is well, it's the first episode of this podcast. Tried to fix. So it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is an episode like eighty nine of our. <laughs> yeah, this is a brand new. <laughs> this is episode one of this show. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need a better engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's a joke. So you talked about kind of being creative. You know. Uh, a, growing up is there any kind of like people that you looked up to creatively or 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 like times when you like saw some things like some sort of like media and was like oh that's that's it that's what i i want to be like that uh david letterman and conan o'brien okay like i've thought about this over and over and it was watching those two that late night weird yeah um that's what I thought was the best. That's what I thought was the funniest and what I wanted to be like. And, of course, I had older brothers. Yeah. So yeah, a family unit kind of forms their own sense of humor collectively. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my brother Nathan, who I've shared a room with, I shared a room with him for like 10 years, we speak our own language. And I, I, there are people who can't stand him, but I think he's one <laughs> of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have a list of people who can't stand him? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ned, he gets very jealous. <laughs> What I about, like your brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ned? Any? Can you repeat of, the question? Like again? any kind of? <laughs> Sorry. So, like growing up, were there any kind of like creative idols or like or media or like a cartoon or something? Like uh, I, I watched a ton of Nickelodeon as a kid. Uh-huh. A ton of Nickelodeon, and then I had a VHS that had like every episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Growing up, and the older I get, the more I think about how like how much that is just like seeped into my brain. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Kablam was like my favorite show oh, yeah, as a Kablam. kid. Just the jumping around so many different styles. Like I just loved any animated things or any like Rugrats or All Real Monsters. Yeah, like, Klasky Shupo or whatever. We both were really into Space Ghost. Yeah, Coast yeah, yeah, to yeah. Coast. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast is that. That and Aquabats is where Connor Aqu- and I <laughs> yeah. immediately saw uh-huh. eye to eye, and that was like when I found Aquabats. My sister showed me that when I was in like sixth grade. It ruined my social life. <laughs> it like really boosted my creative life up. Yeah, yeah. One of the things when Ned and I have taken a lot of road trips before, and uh, no matter what, on our road trip back, that's when we start going down nostalgia lane, talking yeah. about like all the di- we like so much of the same yeah. stuff. <laughs> like our sense of humor is almost spot on. There's never. I can't think of one big thing where we're, we're just like, oh, I didn't think that was funny at all. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's what it's like. I Kind of like all those, yeah, this Klasky Scoopo and like the Pee Wee Herman. There's always in Space Ghost, it's like these shows where it it, it felt odd. Like it felt mm. like. Yeah, it shouldn't have been correct. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it shouldn't. <laughs> it's just barely over the line where like you could tell. Now getting older, it's like they probably like had to really sneak this in with some flowery, flowery language and it just to like, make it work. It doesn't feel super polished. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel, like it's not supposed to feel like a smooth, like arc of like the episode. There's just like these weird moments of like, like dead air or just like or, like things that aren't supposed to like 
sprite interjections into yeah. the, the format. Which which now you can tell is just like a room of creatives like trying to fill time. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like maybe the moon could talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, like, uh, there's like the Wayne White, the artist that oh, did all the, like, incredible the, the backgrounds yeah. for Pee Wee's. There's like a, a documentary on him and it's just like, yeah, it's just like we were just a bunch of crazy 20-year-old people that somebody gave a TV show to. <laughs> yeah. And, like, fill time every week. I love them talking about like the conditions they worked under of just like a room as small as like this radio station is where they're building all these puppets and they finally give them a big room they're like what we can do it in here <laughs> yeah. like, what do we do with all this know space? any better yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the great things is that I feel like the maybe gro- us growing up of, of having like v- like having to do stuff on like VHS and do stuff very manually yeah like oh, the God. constraints like forced you to. Oh yeah, constraints are the the. I mean, like I just sat here fiddling with the dumbest like audio setup possible. I, th- I think as you get older and work with yeah, like with DV cameras, like you slowly learn how to work within those constraints, and you just get better and better at that kind of problem solving. Like yeah, I think our every Evan Rager show we do, we try to outdo ourselves technically. Yeah, and it comes to the point of like let's tape two cameras together to make 3D. And, like, <laughs> it takes a lot of troubleshooting, but it'll work eventually. <laughs> yeah. like, I think we also maintain a little bit of that um, restraint in our digital stuff as well, because yeah. we try to do, like, two takes. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's very, I mean, that's one more take than I would allow myself on a VHS camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know how to edit. we got to make this work. Yeah. It's like I have to sit there with it hooked up to my computer as it like plays and records in. Yeah, if I want to. I, I have like, to rewind if we're gonna do this again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I I just had to cross my fingers. <laughs> I couldn't even connect it to a computer. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. Cool. So, I guess, what was kind of the first thing that you two started working on together? Me and Ned. Yeah. So so I met Connor at this music festival uh, that one of my friends threw and like. Six years later, we re-meet at mm-hmm. uh, Zine Fest, yep. and I think from there we talked. We talked again because it was like we we had emailed a little bit of just like yeah, I like this comedy. So so I we exchanged numbers at Zine Fest, uh, and then I hit him up to go to a comedy show. I was like, hey, me and a couple friends are going to the Improv. <laughs> uh, so Connor and I and some other people went to the Improv. <laughs> And watch Dale Cheeseman and Brian Ziello absolutely mm-hmm. bomb in front of a bunch of normies, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like Connor and I were like, ah! like howling, laughing yeah, yeah, at every yeah. joke. Um, and it was either on the way there or on the way back. I was like, hey, so what are you what are you working on? Like I had been doing some improv and stuff at uh, Station Theater and yeah. a few things here and there, but mainly just the improv deal. And uh, Connor's like, oh, I'm actually working on a, uh, a comedy talk show. And I, I remember I was driving. I immediately turned around. I was like, well, let me know if you need any characters or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were the first character on the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Good Evening with mm-hmm. Connor and Billy. Yeah. My radio show at college was called Good Evening. Mm-hmm. And it was another thing of like, well, I think I'm funny. Nobody listens to my show. My guests have a miserable time. Uh, so I started working with other people, and Billy and I got an opportunity uh, to put on a talk show. And we decided to go with Good Evening with Connor and Billy. And we needed a name for the group, and we just came up. We used Micro Satan, which was a joke Billy and I came up with a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we booked. Wait, you should explain what Micro Satan means. <laughs> Give that origin story. All right. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> okay. So Billy and I grew up together. Billy Trim, friend of our show. Um, and uh, Billy Billy and I used to just, like, get um, stoned and drive around Cyprus. I'll, I'll say it. Whatever. And it, I, it adds to why this happened. Yeah. So we're seniors in high school. We stop at a Kroger. And this was back when, like... Evangelical Christianity had a big boon mm-hmm. uh, during the Bush years. Yeah, yeah. And this was still when you could go to a Kroger and see all those T-shirts that had, like, modified current ads with religious messages. Yeah, yeah. yeah like so, the Reese's logo, but it says Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, like, Lord of the Rings, but it says Lord of all kings or something like or that. Or the one that I saw <laughs> that's totally real <laughs> that has a bass guitar. It says, bass. 
your life on God. Which <laughs> 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 is like, you just run out of ideas. <laughs> like, couldn't connect to the rock crowd. <laughs> so the one we saw was, uh, it was those old iPod commercials where people were dancing and they were black yep, silhouette, yep. and it said, I God, and we were like, <laughs> what's the alternative? Micro Satan. <laughs> and then we ran to get like some soda or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we there's the origin of Micro Satan officially on the record, uh, the name at least. Um, so who did we have? We had a cartoonist and we had two improvisers, Oha Lopez, who did a great job, and then Ned. And you played. Uh, I did a male, uh, like one of those uh, pickup artist guys, like mystery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I, I was uh, anomaly, and I call it. I went by Anom. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's where I first saw you guys together. Was at a a good evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say I think it might have been like a house party. Oh, was uh, it a, a house party? Uh, it was like shortly. You guys did that fundraiser, and it was like shortly. It, it was like shortly after that. It was like the first show after that fundraiser you guys did on like. Might have been my birthday party. Was it? I think uh, it was. the house next to NRG. Yeah, and there was like a yeah like a, a, a Man. inflatable pool. In the Man, background. I miss that house so much. That <laughs> <laughs> was such a good house for house shows. Yeah, the Terry yeah. Hill House. Yeah, legendary. <laughs> I remember that we had a. Uh, it was you and Nick put a show on should we talk about how micro satan worked the structure of it yeah let's yeah. talk about dig into so so when it yeah so i i did that show and then you guys were kind of building like the group of micro satan i think i joined in more like around the third show we had the first round of people who joined in were john wayne kaminale grant carr and clint cooper mm-hmm. all fantastic and they all brought something different to it yeah then we decided we needed a demolitions expert, right? So we got Ned Galen because he would blow it up. I'd and always bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, through that, we had Nick and Josh and Ruth and Antoine and Austin and all these different people join. Um, and the way it worked was very democratic in that way. Like, hey, if you have an idea for a show, you put one on. And you and Nick put on this house show yeah well no uh originally we were supposed to do ne- uh neck and neck with nick and ned yeah. but the venue got canceled last second uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah. I so remember like, that. i remember that crud we don't know what to do so we ended i was like I, well i was like, gonna have a birthday party at my house yeah let's just open the doors like three hours early and do like a show yeah so it was i mean that was just a house show where we were like <laughs> we had two days to prepare it so it was like anyone who has a bit come do it again yeah <laughs> so it was, it was very much a variety show rather than i think a lot of the micro satan shows it had more of a through line to them yeah, yeah there's kind of yeah. like an overarching plot and the characters usually it reminds me a lot of like a doomsday show where it's like yeah oh yeah sometimes uh, the characters don't have something to do with the plot but like plot happens around them yeah yeah or between them yeah the, the talk show uh, for good evening was very much like there'd be either stuff going on in the background and then it's like what are connor and billy like doing through this whole thing yeah. or like there's something crazy happening there i don't know it, it became more story based as it went on i feel like i went to a, a good evening at pj's maybe uh, maybe Midtown Bar and Grill. Oh yeah, Midtown. Midtown. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, did, yeah. we did a couple there. Yeah, we yeah. did one. We did our absolute best there. The uh, back to school. Yeah, back to school. Oh, back to school. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. as far as I'm concerned. That <laughs> one was airtight. And the tour. The tour was also. I like the tour yeah. show a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. So it was kind of. Uh, so as the collective worked, it was just kind of like people being creative, and then and then you're like, oh, I'm putting together a show. You just kind of draw draw on a, the other people within the group or. So everybody had their own sense of humor and their own flavor. Like, if you've listened to our show or if you're just around here in Houston, you know that Nick Merriweather and John Wayne Kaminale had the most completely different sense of humor. Two different spices, but oh so nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we we all brought this weird thing that made something very unique and special. And you could tell, like, who wrote what bit sometimes. Um and we all, I don't know, it was just friends. Yeah, I, I would also perform. say it's, it was a, a lot of people who were just, like, kind of tired of what they were doing in the comedy scene. Yeah. They, they were looking for an alternative, like, oh, comedy. They, they were looking for an alternative to, like, I don't want to just do improv. I don't want to just do sketch. I don't want to just do stand-up. Like, Micro Satan became that outlet where it's, like, this is where I can dress up as a vampire and do, like, cartwheels and stuff. Like yeah. That. Like, find, find a reason to do these dumb it's ideas. A- collective is finding people who don't necessarily have the exact same goal. But everyone has this similar like kind of drive, and yeah. you're all pushing each other up. Like I, I 
learned so much more doing micro Satan than I did doing my own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you constantly are getting new ideas and watching other people like do their thing. Is there like a, a, a way you guys sussed out like who was, who would kind of come in the group and who would go out of the group or we never kicked anyone out of the group. No. Yeah. We never, no, I think, I think if you got to get to that point, you're not having fun anymore and it's time to stop. Yeah. And yeah. Like, that's not what we wanted to do. Yeah. So, some people left, but just like move. Like, yeah. But otherwise it was a pretty, yeah. like organic collective, I would say. And yeah. some people just got too busy. Yeah. Or they yeah, like yeah. wanted to take a break from performing period. Yeah. And we were like, okay, doors always open. Yeah. But we made it very clear that. If you submit a character, it is yours. Yeah. It doesn't belong to anybody but you. Mm-hmm. It's your idea. And I think that really m- helped people feel like, hey, we're really just friends trying to make something. Yeah. We didn't even have an LLC. We never went legit. <laughs> no. Nah, man. It was just about the comedy. I mean, we tried it. One All point. Those, yeah. yeah. We wanted <laughs> to be LOL, LLC. All those LLC comedy collectors. Yeah, less <laughs> LLC and more LOL, please. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. <laughs> but we really... Um, Basically, everybody who had joined Micro Satan had been a part of or collaborated in a show. Like, if you came and you performed with us or yep. you were a guest on a uh, show and we really liked working with you, we yep. asked you to come back and stick around. Nice. Yeah. So is that kind of part of your your kind of creative ethos was, like, trying out, like, seeing people and thinking, like, oh, I think they might have something that could add to the show. How do you... How do you kind of like find people that aren't quite in your circle but are like a, adjacent and and bring them in? Oh, I see. Uh, I guess it's like it's one of those things where like when you meet people that you know you're gonna like, like it's it, you could see someone perform and immediately know it's like oh I dig their vibe, yeah. and then you talk to them after the show. Everyone in Microsoft had a very similar like it's just like a freaking weirdo. <laughs> like you could tell they're just. A ding yeah. dong, and we all be- quickly became friends for it. Like, and was it kind of a thing where like anybody could kind of pull somebody in? Or all right, so <laughs> we we, I, we would take kind of a group vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When we vote, start getting yeah. more and more people, yeah. Um, I don't think we had anyone. We never had people like ask to join. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Unless I don't remember anyone just asking, like, "Can I join?" Yeah, I think that happened a, a few times. Really? Yeah. I just remember people being like, "Can I?" do a show with you guys i'm like all right let's yeah. see what you got i don't know that's what yeah it kind of felt like there's like there's this overarching group of just like creative people and then like within that there's like subgroups of like like <laughs> this trio oh, goes Micro together Satan definitely had the cool kids and yeah. it was me all right <laughs> no uh, we, sure sure yeah no. you guys had nick and ned neck and neck yeah and there was also the stacks was like the everybody stacks, in the stacks yeah. was in micro satan uh yeah. and like john wayne had his band going on like that i think that's what i liked so much about the group is everyone kind of had their own thing going on as well as the collective like i think yeah. that's, that's the sign of a good collective yeah. like yeah it's uh, that you can like you can come together as a collective and like do a big thing as a group yeah. But it's also it's like oh you can do your own individual things. It, it's not like it's like not everything has to be in service of the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like when you see like a group art show and you could like clearly tell whose piece is what piece, but it all still looks like that group. You know yeah. what I mean? And so from that, I guess it it you've been doing the you now have the floor thing, which yeah has a similar vibe of like it's a lot of similar faces, but a lot of like the similar vibe to micro satan shows where it's like oh that's a that's a person i haven't seen do this kind of comedy before or do comedy in this sort of setting i definitely with you now have the floor i've really been pushing to push people into performing yeah um i just know so many funny people who haven't performed on stage or done anything uh humorous creatively yeah and i think that they should and yep. I just asked them, like, hey, do you want to do this? I think you'd be very good at it. And I think so far I've been batting a thousand, baby. Like, <laughs> everybody who's come onto the show does fantastic. Yeah. I think that there's, like, a, there's so many avenues to do comedy in. But that kind of sketch 
like one-off character sketch comedy is is so hard to get people into because you need like you need a show built around it. Otherwise, it's like you can't <laughs> yeah. just go up to an open mic and do like I'm gonna do a character real quick with no <laughs> that you can't frame you I mean, definitely you can. could <laughs> and I would have a lot of respect for somebody. Yeah, who did. It, it, you would have a lot of respect because it never goes well. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever ready for it. And I think that's like one of the things I got so excited about with Microsade is um, Kelly Juno and I used to do a sketch show called Ned Kelly. Mm-hmm. It was fun doing a sketch comedy with her, but she also ran a show called Faking It, which was a character stand-up show. Yeah. Still is. It goes on, it's been going on for every year. Uh, that happens around Valentine's Day, and it's mm-hmm. just a straight-up character stand-up show. And that was the first... The first time I did that was the first taste of, like, oh, this is the comedy I like to do. That's like, I had what, done improv, yeah. I had done sketch stuff, but, like, doing a straight-up character is, like, this is what I'm into. Uh, so Micro Satan became like a spot where it's like, oh, I can just go up and do a character. We used to do it to where it was like you would do your character bit, and it's like, all right, anyone in the audience got questions? Like, I'm still this character. Come yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And I, oh, that was like my game. You did like, it went yeah. for the nine eleven episode when you're running for president. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> questions from there. The animal <laughs> handler got to do questions from that. It was really uh-huh. fun. Yeah, that's that what really it's uh, like doing uh, doing Doomsday. It's like I had done stand up before and i like hated it because i hate <laughs> i hate telling jokes as myself because it just feels like a like if you don't like the jokes you don't like me like, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I and then that. i did improv but i hated like like the you find like a like this thing works and it's like all right now we can never do that <laughs> yeah like, yeah then it gets swiped it's yeah, so yeah. in the moment and it's and it's so about like who you're with and and getting the right group together. Very much so. Yeah. And it's like, I just hate the, uh, having to find that chemistry with everyone and, and gel. And then it's like, when I did Doomsday and I was like a character, it's like, oh, I can... It's like, if people don't laugh, it's like, they're not laughing at me. They're not laughing at the character. It's not like a judgment <laughs> yeah. on me. It's a judgment on the character. And it's like, the improv, it's like, if I do... If I improv something in a show and it gets a reaction it's like oh i can that's a bit we can write into a later show or which you're like, allowed yeah. to do with improv oh, i yeah. i think i always think of improv as a means to get to sketch like that's how i've i i, I think it's a, an art form that people can do very very well but for me personally i think it's just like kind of an avenue to get to more concrete ideas yeah. i suppose um another thing with characters i really enjoy is that you kind of know everything about the character in your head yeah as of with yourself you're an ever expanding you're like i don't know that's that's what's like a lot of my characters seem to be one part of my personality like cranked up to 11 like marvin gardens is just like my childlike like wonder and just like me being an awkward doofus yeah just like (laughs) but doing it on purpose and like if i stumble accidentally it's like oh no i meant to do that on purpose yeah yeah um uh, dead air (laughs) (laughs) but that goes back to say i guess like my long point is you now have the floor i like because it is an avenue for people to try that because i think it is it's doing a character is fun i think anyone can do it if they try like five minutes to do a character anyone could do that five minutes try a stand-up set I think anyone can do it, but it's a, there's a lot more pressure with that than there is to just like yeah. write a goofy character. Bit. Nobody expects it's you like, to do the it's same a safe character room. set yeah. twice. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they expect something to go. What are you fresh. just gonna put a ham on your hands and go do that across America? <laughs> yeah, it's like and, and make everyone mad that it goes so well. It's <laughs> a good bit. It's like you don't have to even hit hard punchlines with a character. You just have to like execute the character. Yeah, well. it's all about committing to the bit. Yeah, yes. that's that's what Connor and I like really match on with like comedy in general. I think. Yeah, is, you have to commit. You have you you can't just break. I broke once and just been like, never mind, I'm not doing this anymore. And it sucks the energy right out of your set. That's what I went to that you you have the floor show where you're having like tech issues. And, and even then you were like, it made it like because you didn't break, because you stayed in character and were like addressing the tech issues as if you were a mayor running a town with yeah, tech I, issues. So many people so think, much more funny. So many people think that that part was scripted yeah. between me and Rahul. Um, but Rahul Rao, who uh, I co-produced, you now have the floor with, he and I grew up together, and we were able to just, like, carry each other through that. And I think Rahul and I do that well. I think, Ned, you and I do that well, yeah. where we, we have each other's back, and we commit to the bit. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to say one other thing. You, you just have to look at Good Evening and you now have the floor 
to see that what I really love doing is collaborative world building. Yeah. Where I have this idea and like I build this box, but I'm open to anyone coming and pushing those walls of the box out in whatever shape you want it to be. Yeah. Um, it's a sandbox and anybody can like make whatever they want within the, the confines of that yeah, sandbox. Exactly. Yeah. As long as everyone remembers, it's my sandbox. <laughs> it's my sandbox. <laughs> I am king of this sandbox. And I get to smash your castle at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll flatten it when I'm ready. <laughs> but it's, it's, I love it, man. I, I love you now, DeFlore. I'm really proud of that show. I'm really proud of everything that everybody's brought to it. And thank you, Ned. Ned has come in clutch. This is, this is something cool. I'm going to say this because we don't have an opportunity to talk about ourselves that often. <laughs> yeah. There was a that you now have the floor show when the tech stuff went wrong and I had to wait for updates. Who did I count on to be able to corral all those dunderheads in the green room? <laughs> uh-huh. Ned. I'd be like, who doesn't have, who doesn't need tech? Get them on stage now. Yes. Yeah. And if it wasn't. Let me pop a riddle in and I'll get out there and start kicking. <laughs> yeah. if, if I, you, you called me a producer at the top of this show. If I didn't have people like Ned and Nick and Microstate and Rahul and people that I could trust yeah. in a collaborative environment creatively, I don't think I'd be anything. Yeah. I owe all of my success to all of my friends and all the people I collaborate with. That's what it's like. I, I always loved making art and like making creative stuff growing up, but I never like in high school, it always felt like the art, like the art that was celebrated there and the art clubs there were just like about how well you can draw stuff, like not how well you can express something. Yeah. And so it just really turned me off. And, and so I was like, oh, I'm going to do graphic design. Graphic design is the thing I'm going to do. It's like it's creative, but it you, there's a purpose for it. And it's very clear and analytical. And then it wasn't until like I, I found my collective at, at Burning Bones Press that like there was all these people that saw like, no, like you can do this creative thing like you just haven't found your audience or yeah it's like i think finding finding your your collaborative group or the people that have your your back is like it's so oh it's in incredible it's so important connor and i've worked together for so many years because yeah we know how to lean on each other the right way it's like i think we uh benefit from each other very much you can do so much that i cannot do (laughs) vice versa very easy yeah yeah there's like there's so many people that are like pretty quiet or like pretty awkward or, 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 or seem out of their element and like just around the world. Uh, but then you get them in like the right context and they're just like, they're like on like yeah. not to like call out somebody, but like Nick, Nick Merriweather's like a pretty mild mannered guy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it's like, you put him in like the right context. You put him on like a state, like you guys, you know, you mm-hmm. produce a, a good show around him and like, like the spooky stand up. like, yeah, it doesn't matter who the best character. It, it's always Nick. Like <laughs> it's always like the Duke of spook himself. The Duke of spook. There's like so many great characters on that show, but all anybody like re- remembers or like ever talks about consistently is like Nick is Nick. Yeah. 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 He's great. I mean, he he does it every year as he, well. He that books, helps. He books that show so yeah. he can do that. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. He, he loves it. We so tried to much. get him to do that character on our show, but so far we've only got him to be Santa Claus, <laughs> <laughs> which is a very similar voice. It's, yeah, it's a step away. <laughs> it's a lot less eye makeup. <laughs> so, how do you the kind of micro Satan ended? How do you kind of decide when it's time to? to like dissolve that official does it just kind of that one was kind of organic yeah Yeah. we it ran its course we had a meeting yeah it it just it just felt right yeah you get things need to end so that something new can begin yeah exactly and that's exactly what happened like you and other members formed your improv troupe Mm -hmm. and then you and i formed our group yeah and then me and known microstate and affiliate rahul rao (laughs) uh something he has written on his blurbs before uh he and i the uh, first line on his linkedin it's crazy (laughs) i got so damn mad when i saw that but uh now he and i run a show yeah and we get together with nick to do the halloween stuff we see john wayne at benchy it it's yeah it's like at a certain point Sometimes the collective is handcuffing you. It's like keeping you from exploring. Like the, 
you're tied to this form or this structure and it's like oh it's holding us back more than it's setting us free so it's like let's yeah like, yeah don't don't you know like very good way throw of putting a, it. yeah throw a yeah. fight over it because i mean like I, hey let's all go do our separate things and like if something happened like it feels like all those people are still in the circle and like mixing with, throughout those shows yeah yeah we're all still like friends like i, I see all these people pretty frequently yeah. not as much as i'd like to sometimes like i do miss there was a time we were meeting every single sunday yeah. like, of every week yeah uh, and it was nice to see everybody then but I, I'm glad everyone's still like working on stuff, you know. So you you mentioned your your improv troupe, Feudal Society. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, that feels also like a a group. Like most improv troops are pretty set on like these are the four people. Well, you got the pretty part right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we're ending the podcast. Yes, and uh, uh, yes, and no. so it seems like the most improv troops. It's like all right, these are. This is the troop. It's the these set four people. Yeah. Unless it's like a a house troop where people can like shift in and out, but it feels like feudal society kind of has lots of featured guests come <laughs> in and out. We're we're very we're pretty open on just like if we like playing with you, you can come anytime you want. Like yeah. I, I think two weeks ago we had asked Billy to play with us that week he was, he was ready to play with us and then like that day cody's rehearsal at school got canceled uh-huh. and he's always like can i come play and we're like yeah come yeah. on <laughs> so we just had that many people um it is it is kind of a set group right now so it's it's uh me antoine chris skelton uh brenda valdivia and uh uh chuck vaughn right uh all kind of like as the core group yeah but we're not there every week and different people show up and yeah i, don't know. I, I like it like that i like how loose it is yeah, I like I I feel that that's like a freshness to it. Yeah. And it, and it's all the the kind of I guess like the reason it formed. Chris got us all together. This this I can't call it my troop. It's, it's kind of Chris's yeah. group. Uh but it's it's all improvisers who had uh we did improv at station, we did improv at beta. And then we just like weren't doing improv at those places anymore. Some for some reason, some for just like, ah, you know, it's not really my scene anymore. Or like, yeah, we had all just been kind of out of commission. And yeah. so he hit us all up and we're like, yeah, I do like doing improv. Like, why not? And yeah. now I, I love doing it. It feels like I'm going to the gym every week. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like working on my chops. And it feels like there's a, it's like you're saying, like some people are there every week. Some people aren't. Mm-hmm. It feels like it, it affords you that freedom to to kind of take a week off or if you're if there's something going on that week you're like oh i can i can slide out and somebody yeah. can slide yeah you, you can rely on it like the show's still gonna be the show like futile society will still be futile society yeah. it's still gonna be pretty freaking funny <laughs> uh i just won't get to be part of it this week but, yeah yeah cool so i guess going through all that there's a lot of different hats and a lot of things that you guys do like mm-hmm. i feel like i get like and like uh, invites to things from you guys like a week. How do you like manage all your time and manage all those groups? Uh, stress. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ned and I are in a fight club and we beat the hell out of each other every week. It's the only way. To it's get the only way we can get through. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're in a secret fight club and then a secret uh dentist club. So we're just like constantly <laughs> making fake teeth for each other. The dentist club is accepting members. The yeah, fight yeah. club is not. <laughs> um, and we really shouldn't talk about it. The dentist club, I mean. I mean, we just kind of respect each other's time and like mm-hmm. if Ned needs stuff that he has to do, he does it. If I have stuff that I got to do, I do it. I think I don't know. Yeah, it when, helped, when it comes it down to like managing all the stuff, like ma- managing any project like that, just try to keep it organized. Like make yeah. set goals for yourself. Write down yeah. goals. Write down lists. Like I always keep a pocketbook on me that constantly has stuff down. I wrote Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. It was the only thing I wrote in the book. <laughs> I was like, I can't forget this later. <laughs> but yeah. Like, uh, uh, taking notes. That's, taking a, that's notes. how I taking get notes. stuff done. Scheduling stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and it feels like there's. A, there's a pretty rigid schedule to like, you know, have the floor and mm-hmm. futile society and like how, what days of the week those things like consistency. Like we would not be doing this episode key. or the, like F and rager for like 82 episodes. <laughs> if we didn't have to be here every Monday at seven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, otherwise like, like with recording honey, I shrunk the binge. Like if I had to do that every week and it was set, I would love that. Yeah. I just don't. And it's tough to make that happen. Tell me about it. 
Yeah. I got six episodes of Is That a Foul? One in the can. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just sitting on it. It's it's tough. So so you have to you have to make time. You yeah. have to schedule things. Like it, it's the best way to do it. But I think like the greatest creative advice that everyone can roll their eyes at is just do it yeah <laughs> like yeah. It, it never comes down to it like people always ask me like how do you do so many things like i just do them <laughs> like, that's what yeah you just have to even if it doesn't work out like you have to just do it i think that's the thing of like finding your right audience or finding the people your collective is like you just keep doing it over and over again and the more you do it you're going to run into someone else who just keeps doing it and then yeah. you bump heads and you're like now we can both just do it, and we'll go twice as fast because there's two of us. Like, yeah, and having somebody else there that you're kind of accountable, like yeah, that, like, like, if you don't show yeah. up one week, it's like you let down your your. It's not like <laughs> that's that's probably yeah. yeah big I room. don't care about my fans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> screw them. That's why we need to bring in a third one because it's way too easy for us to just be like, you want to just play Battlefront? Yeah, <laughs> Connor, Connor and I are really good at enabling each other. <laughs> <laughs> So we need someone to just like yell at us and make us feel like we're not doing a job. Yeah, it's some sort of demon too. Like we don't, we don't, we're not looking for a third house, but like a shinigami that could just like follow us around with a, a crude little knife. Yeah. And to write the rundown us. for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it helped. It, what what kind of helped is that we collaborate with so many different people that every day we're getting a text from someone asking us or reminding us that they need something from us. Yeah, whether yeah. we want to or not, <laughs> we're yeah. constantly reminded. That's what, uh, like, I really, I recently, like, did, like, an, added another side project that made, like, my, it's like, oh, now every day I have to be, there's something I'm, except for, like, the weekend is, like, my time yeah. to relax, but it's like, five days a week there's some piece of art or content that I'm supposed to be drawing, <laughs> so there's no, like, time for me to be, like, what, what do you have like what how do you how do you do it all because you're a pretty busy guy as well like yeah. i always find out more about you where i'm like oh like you uh with your theme song today was that you playing that yeah yeah exactly yeah. i it, when you got that back i was like oh yeah josh does music and he's like good at it like I'm, uh, I'm i'm all right i think you're fantastic yeah you. i like that theme song <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. You. i'm good at writing like like a phrase to like a <laughs> something that can loop but when it comes time to like write like a like I can write one part of a song. But yeah. When it comes time to write like a full, getting to the bridge, a full song, it's like uh, I don't know how to like break here, it up. Hey, there's only so many keys. Yeah. Once you've written a thousand of those, you just go back through the backlog, start <laughs> pasting them together. Yeah, and then you got yourself a lo-fi beat to chill to, man. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. <laughs> exactly. And you're a graphic designer. All you have to do is make cool album art because literally that's all it takes. That's <laughs> all it for takes. For lo-fi music. Yeah, <laughs> that like loop. That a loop. really cool, yeah, yeah, a really cool loop of somebody studying or <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, yeah, like soup just steaming. <laughs> yeah, something, yeah. Something, or like a coffee. Maybe or tea, a hot dog like a resting on a, a counter and just gently moving in the wind. Maybe you know? <laughs> I should do a lo-fi beats and the animation is just like a 7-Eleven rolling. Oh, yeah. Yes. I would. And it's like all like uh, sixteen bit or whatever. Yeah, there's like a. You were a fool to say that on live radio. <laughs> there's like a taquito spinning. <laughs> Dude, if it changes items, like they put a different thing on there when the yes. song changes. Are you joking me? Yes, that's great. Copyright. All right. Copyright. They yeah. make things. Uh, is it hang things on. or things? Whose equipment are you using? Are Suddenly, you... it's become ours. No, our, it's right, shut down equipment. the live stream. We <laughs> have to. <laughs> we have to keep this one in the in the can until yeah. I get that animation. I could, I could hit the dump button. <laughs> the dump button. <laughs> this doesn't exist. Can you stack damage? Can you hit it like nine times? So it erases like thirty seconds. Uh, uh, so yeah, my method is just like yeah, I'm always. There's always something I have to do, and then I just like don't. It's sad, but like I just don't leave my house i don't see my <laughs> friends unless i'm like it's it's like in service of something which is really i think over the, like, the in this last like six months i really had to hunker down to work on like the book and and things like that and it was it's kind of like my friends been like hey we haven't seen you <laughs> in like you're right six months <laughs> like are you good and that's so i think next year i have to like readjust my schedule to be like all right i need i too some... am looking down that avenue of realizing the only times i go out is because i'm performing yeah <laughs> like and it's the thing of like if you're uh making creative work if you like soon you run out of life experience if you don't live your <laughs> life if your yeah. life is just creating content or performing soon you have you have run out of you start like... eating your own tail which is a cool design, it's a cool <laughs> design. not as cool as a 
never-ending taquito roller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a balance. I think Ned is a real workhorse. You're constantly doing stuff, and I admire that a lot. I feel like I am too often playing video games and taking baths. <laughs> <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, my downtime, I love it. But yeah. I am utilizing oh, I like too the much downtime. of it. You've taught me to relax. Yeah, yeah I've, I've noticed a big difference is that sometimes I will, like, you'll be, you'll grab a sketchbook and you'll just be drawing all these different things and coming up with these cool designs. And I realize I've just been staring at the ceiling for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, my phone's in the other room, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just thinking about, like, the news or something. <laughs> that's like that's a, not bad, though. Yeah, I, all right. I think that's another thing is, like, you learn to work, like, as you get better, you can work faster mm-hmm. so that you mm-hmm. you can be lazier. Yeah, you you figure out how to work smarter. We were on a shoot the Working other day. Working smarter is the the money. Yeah, we were on a shoot the other day for some friends, and we noticed, um, and we've done this before in other people's sketches, just like seeing um, shortcuts that you have learned to take, yeah. and seeing people experience for the first time, like, oh, now I know what I need to do to make this go more efficiently. Yeah, and uh, I think that we've through experience have learned how to be much better at what we do. Yeah, here. if you want to talk about like working through constraints, I think like I've learned to troubleshoot every audio video setup possible. Yeah. To the point of like last year's live stream and now I'm thinking about this, I might have to do it again. There was three adapters connected at one point, <laughs> just plugged into the computer and it's like we're live for an hour. <laughs> Hopefully all three adapters work. Yeah. Oh, and on that, like uh I'm looking forward we're, we shot commercials for the live stream last year. Yeah. And I did them all on my phone and just like had some challenges shouting out Jack Killen, not the master of one take Jake's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't uh, want to shoot that one on VHS. <laughs> I, <laughs> so with uh, we had this, um, we tried to create the uh, infomercial spin, uh-huh. and I just like taped one of our zines to a record player and just oh. shot it in slow mo, <laughs> and uh, we we just come up with these really dumb problems. What is we had a philosophy about this stuff. Like, let the solution be dumber than the problem or something like that. Yeah, it's. I'm always under the, the thing. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Or say, if it if it ain't, wait. If it is broke, fix it. If it's working, see a way you can break it. Like, <laughs> see see how you can change this. And, like, they, when we first started doing the F and Rager, like, live show, we had, like, the audience cam. We had all this, like, dumb stuff. Yeah. And every episode, we're like, what dumb tech, like, wrench can we throw yeah. into this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how the 3D video happened. It was yeah. like. Hey Connor, I had this art project that I couldn't do. Oh yeah, I say I couldn't do. It. I just like didn't draw it ever. Yeah, so I was like, I have like fifty three D glasses. Should we do something with this? And then we figured out a way to shoot a three D video. That's like terrible, but it's fun. Like yeah. now I remember the philosophy. Our philosophy is if we have, if we discover we have the technic technical capability of something, how do we make it a bit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the other. Like thing. once like, we figured out that we could use the webcam on our streaming service, mm-hmm. we decided, oh, let's create a face that Ned like puts his <laughs> mouth on and talks <laughs> over. And so we we always come up with dumb. We also stuff like yeah. That. The, the first time we found out we could plug a webcam in, it was like maybe a month before oh, we had a show. Oh, where, where we're like, with- hey, what is that guy in the back? Like it was a live show. We're like, what is that guy in the back? wearing oh he's got such a stupid hat and everyone turns around it's like Antoine in a cowboy hat <laughs> that we had cut a hole in and put the camera in <laughs> and like which which seems like a flawless feat of hilarious technology yeah. is like is like nine USB cords <laughs> daisy chained and like hidden under carpets yeah. like four hours before the show yeah. <laughs> like, you're like even... Antoine you cannot move for the next four hours <laughs> yeah. like, if you move the connection's gonna get effed up the ta- we had three pieces of tape in the house because we just don't buy tape yeah. so you like if you ruin this tape we're finished <laughs> like, it's, it's not gaffer tape it's yeah like, oh no it's, it was something that was like taping a chip back it's, like, like, mail, it's like mailing tape that I've ripped yeah. off of an envelope yeah. Like nine exactly. years ago, <laughs> it was just stamps that we hoped would get <laughs> yeah. connected. Yeah. It says forever stamps. It should hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's one of the fun things about it. Yeah, we find a new software, we find a new dumb thing. Like y'all, we take voicemails. We could put silly stuff on that. We had a, that new technology voicemail. Yeah, yeah. we had a, well, even adding like the soundboard was just like oh, yeah, now yeah. we have this, and like a few weeks later, we're like, oh, we can loop music on it. So let's do yeah. that, and like. 
Um, we've even been able to find out, like, some guests don't like having their faces shown on our shows. Oh, yeah. So we just put a Guy Fox mask over them. I don't have the Guy <laughs> Fox mask anymore, but I can put your logo over you. <laughs> I should have asked you that if you don't mind yeah. being on camera or not, but. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. Oh, oh yeah. No, we're, also, we're also going to figure out how to um, come up with questionnaires and disclaimers for our show. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we're switching to Twitch soon, and I know nothing about Twitch. I'm going to cover your face real quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I know so little about Twitch, so I've been watching Twitch streams yeah. uh, lately, and I'm just like, oh, you can, like, you, I, right before this, we found out we could do our own animations. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we could do our own transition so animations. Much, yeah, cool uh, stuff or, or finding out you could do polls live. I didn't know you could do that yeah. fo- before. So finding a way to break that, like, maybe we don't want the polls to be the answers you want. Maybe you want those bars to go across the screen and whoever can touch the goal first. <laughs> and it's up to you guys who votes for what. Like, yeah. Just fi- finding ways to like change it and now we have to figure out how to make that work. Yeah. And the cool thing about Twitch is that like you can, based on how much money you get or how many donations you get you could fill up like a meter yeah and yeah. so hey if we make this much money ned's gonna shave his head yeah. live on a stream yeah. and that's the go-to example <laughs> of course but i'm so excited to see what twitch is gonna be like yeah, yeah. maybe we'll get doxxed i don't know <laughs> I, yeah, i've never <laughs> and i've never happen. been doxxed so we could find a way to make that mm-hmm. into a bit they, <laughs> the, the whole thing is that since we do it in our house everyone's gonna know the blueprint and the architectural <laughs> setup of the house and if you want to shoot something in the You'll front, know that it only takes throwing one brick to take it down. <laughs> if we if we shoot something in the front yard, something we talked about doing, we got to cover up our address. Yeah. All right, no one can see our address. If you search our address on Google, it just shows a giant blur. The people true. who lived there before that's us true. were like conspiracy theorists. <laughs> that's true. We are not on Google Maps. Yeah, I think one of the, like, the big things is like having those people that work as hard or harder than you, like following you guys on social media it's like it's like oh ned's doing a thing it's like ah i gotta i gotta (laughs) get off my ass and do a thing i i do think that's good sometimes but i also think like i social media like i I love instagram because i just feel it full of artists and i'm constantly looking at it and it gives me a sense of anxiety where i'm just like there's too much cool stuff why am i not making that much cool stuff (laughs) so i think that can be kind of damaging but i do really enjoy that like i think that's what's so great about our scene is that there are so many people in the scene right now working really hard. And yeah. every time I see it, like uh, Saturday, I went to the Red Dwarf's uh, first show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole time I was there, yeah. I was like, I haven't, like, these are new bands I've never seen before. Yeah. And they're great. They're and, amazing. like, I'm seeing, just just seeing young punks is always inspiring yeah. to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, Space Cadet. Yeah, Space Cadet. I'll, I'll oh, shout them out. Oh, man. I think, so good. I, I mean, the first, my first experience with them was watching them do Neo Benchies. Then I realized, oh, you guys are in a band. Oh, you have a podcast. Oh, now you have a variety show. Oh, you shot a sketch. Oh, co- oh you're doing gra- uh, drag queen story time. They, they like, queen story came time. out of, like, they were nothing, and then they were everywhere. <laughs> like, they were nothing. <laughs> they were well, nothing. Hang on. To be fair, originally they were DJs on the radio station I founded. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this was brought up to me yesterday oh, by Devin, and I feel very justified in having my messianic complex. Yeah. That's what I am the scene creator. Anyway, Stax invented podcasting. <laughs> Every guest on it went and started a podcast uh-huh. afterwards. Uh-huh. Stax invented Conan. All right, let's just get it. That's what Devin joined Doomsday, and I was like, "How? How That's do you?" That's right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Also, they're young and they still have energy. That's yeah. another thing. That's we're getting older, and I get tired. Yeah. So I don't want to go out. Stuff hurts. Like moving tech hurts so yes. bad the next day now. But yeah. I don't I, know. Yeah. I, space cadets are like so good and like all the yeah. like it's just like such it seems like they have such a clear vision of what they're trying to make yeah yeah they have a very unique aesthetic yeah all we have are matching deal closer hats <laughs> yeah we, anytime we see something dumb we're just like huh. and that's how we know it's like that's the effing rager aesthetic that's true <laughs> if we if if there are uh, at least two matching silly items we will get uh-huh. them we have a rule yeah yeah we have bingo nut hats that we can't <laughs> wait to debut yeah we're like, nuts uh, about bingo like nuts. matching uh Minions chopsticks. Match- <laughs> oh yeah, yes. yeah. Thank you Josh very much. Josh gave us a very, very <laughs> kind gift from overseas uh, today. Can you, can you pull, pull? I want to throw those on the camera. <laughs> on the cam. Uh, all the way great, from the way. Uh, Minion Land, and and then if you're in our Minions uh, spotting group on uh, <laughs> Facebook, go ahead and screen cap this and send it. Uh, I, we know you're watching. Yeah, uh, we're on spent... the, I wish I could 
tell you all about, on this. about Minion Land and how amazing it is. But oh, did you sign an NDA? <laughs> we're, we're, I think we're running we're running low on time. No, we'll uh, push okay. the clock. <laughs> yeah. Is it full if of it's minions? About minions. <laughs> is it full of minions two spoilers? It's uh they have banana flavored popcorn. Oh. Let me ask you this. Since you <laughs> did go to Minion Land, I have heard that they are making a Minions two. Did you There see? is a Minions two already, isn't there? It's not out yet. What? Are they are they making a Minions two? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not up to date on my minions. I he just, doesn't speak uh, Japanese. He just yeah. saw the minions. I just so saw the minions. Walking. The minions don't speak Japanese, you racist. <laughs> he was in Japan. I was in Japan. I couldn't. <laughs> They're not going to write banana on every plaque. <laughs> <laughs> and potato. They know more than one word. <laughs> they did not have potato popcorn. <laughs> have you tried to have minion tic Could you imagine going to Universal Studios and you're like, I don't know what these, the menu is. it actually just bananas? Is that all you serve here? <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to know if my kid can ride this ride. It just says banana, banana, banana. <laughs> like, I had a, okay, potato. <laughs> I had Strapping a, a baby into a roller coaster. <laughs> I had a, a burger and the bun was yellow oh, and it had like an eye like a minion uh, eye on the top. oh no so it looked like the like a like a front eye view of a minion it was and you put that in your you it ate was it? delicious it was so good and then i had a, like a puff pastry that looked like a minion you're every time i swiped on your instagram story i was like what <laughs> like, i was very jealous they have minions in every form or fashion they do they, yeah. yeah it's just like minion it's like minion mania, minion mania. I, I woke up to a message on instagram from ned that said yo josh is having a time in japan <laughs> it was just like all your minions yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what it's like we went to it's like they're going to universal studios and the and Everybody's like, well, we want to go to Harry Potter World. It's like, that's cool. I'm here for Minion. <laughs> I'm here for Minion. I'm here for one. Because they don't have yeah, I'm that I'm here, here for a little yellow friend. Like, oh, you're going to Simpsons World? It's like, mm, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> a place called Minion World. Uh, All right. Well, I think we're we're getting to the end. Okay. So I guess that's it's plug time. Uh, I don't. I do not have a plug theme song. I'm ah, like, I don't know why I thought that you Wise did. move. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, I'll go first. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Cliftocurrency. Uh, in February, we're hoping to do another You Now Have the Floor. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And then uh, also in February, I'm going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog with all my friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody come out. It's going to be a hit. Um, what theater? You going to Eddie Green's? I think I'm going to go to Eddie Green's. Should we do iPick? It's EG's? your birthday. I was thinking iPick or uh, if we if we rented out the entire theater at <laughs> AMC 8. Because it holds like 30 people. Yeah. And if everybody got in on it, we could rent that thing you out. You think we could rent that? Yes. Oh, man. We know a lot of idiots <laughs> who want to go see that movie. Um, that's what I'll be doing. It's going to be a hoot. And um, on the 28th. We're gonna be doing the live stream, yeah, on Twitch. on Twitch. Yeah, check out FN Rager. Uh, it's at this time next week. Go at give them, yeah, give them a subscribe there on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ring, 8 p.m. this time. Ring that bell. No, I don't next know if we're doing. No, I'm saying F and Rager, the the radio show we do. We do oh, a radio oh, show yeah, together yeah, yeah. on KPFT <laughs> every Monday. I got yeah. confused. It's at 8 p.m. All right, all right, it's buddy. Next week at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> you can tune in to hear more smart assery like this. <laughs> Ned, what are you doing? What's up? Uh, I'm at Ned of the Dead on Instagram. You could uh, follow that to see some funny drawings because mm-hmm. uh, I like drawing ghouls. Uh, and then this Thursday, as with every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the secret group, is Futile Society Improv. But this Thursday is an important one because we've been a group for an entire year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've asked everyone. Which is eight in improv years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every joke is aged horribly. <laughs> I just have a, a TXT file of the worst sketches. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's really exciting. We have uh, some of the we they teach classes. Chris teaches classes mm-hmm. for Feudal Society, uh, so we have a lot of the students coming and playing. Oh, nice. Uh, you said earlier we have a ton of guests. I think we are putting all the guests we've ever had just on a troop <laughs> together yeah, yeah, yeah. and having them play. Uh, it's it's gonna be real fun. We got a lot of really like dumb, exciting stuff planned, and it's cool. It's a fun room. Uh, I love doing it at Secret Group. Uh, so I got that going on. Uh, Swimmer Department's got some new music coming oh, out at the beginning yeah. of next year. Uh, I feel like we have a show coming. Oh, we'll be playing at Darwin's early mm-hmm. January. Just follow Swimmer Department for that. Nice, yeah, definitely check out Swimmer Department. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I am at I Make Thangs on Instagram. Thangs, Thangs with an A. I have one thing that I forgot to oh, plug. Nope. 
It's too late. Okay. I hope it's your mouth. Go for it. <laughs> go for it. Um, I don't know when the next time I'm going to get a chance to plug this is, uh, but in, on January 9th, I will be at Station Houston, oh, downtown. Nice. I'm speaking on what it is to be a... I, I, I forget the name of the panel, but it's about being a side hustler yeah, and having a side hustler. hustler. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So I'm. it's going to be like a continuation of this. Um, I'm Just gonna wear. Uh, huh, do what? Just without me. No, I mean it's you gonna me. come. <laughs> I'm right. Please go to the audience. Clap. Yeah, yeah. Laugh at my joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna wear my micro Satan shirt, Thank my F and Rager hat, and my I make thing pants. Your minions chopsticks. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> please let me reference my notes. <laughs> yeah. Picking up the paper with the note cards with your chopsticks. Yeah, that's gonna be at so uh, uh, 7 p.m. at Station Houston on Sick. January the 9th, January the Thursday. 9th. Definitely check that out. Um, so yeah, I'm at I make things on on uh, Instagram with things with an A. Also at I make things dot com is my store. Uh, and pick up my book that just came out today, Intro Flirted, which is a collection of love notes for introverts. I I have the uh, the old Zine version, or what do you call edition one? Uh, I would still call I, I have that the Kickstarter. That's book. like yeah, that's like yeah. a self published light. Book. <laughs> this one is like uh uh. A, a real official published through a publisher book, not so published through cool. me buying an ISBN Congratulations. number. Congratulations. Yeah, really. You like, had to buy an ISBN number? Yeah, you can like buy them and just like publish stuff. I have like nine more if you guys want ISBN numbers for any publication. Our zine is like eight pages. We could probably use them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, eight pages I'll, of activity. Microsoft Microsoft does have a zine with an ISBN number on it. Do we? Oh, oh. Dragon uh, Trainer High School. Dragon Trainer High School has yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Another big collaborative thing. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll talk yeah, about that some other yeah. time. <laughs> Uh, do you want to show your bag on the camera or anything? I think you have such fun products that I can guarantee you nobody on. is coming in after us. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Oh yeah, Spooky, Spooky, Spooky Boy Fall. Boy fall. Uh, <laughs> the fall is over, so get the Thick Boy Winter shirts instead. Uh, and then I need to just keep coming up with stuff for different seasons. I guess we'll see what I come up with. Spring, <laughs> spring into Jesus. <laughs> yeah. oh. Um, so yeah, the Interflirt book came out today. Uh, it's a lot. The upgrades are. Uh, it's like twice as like the paper is like twice as thick. Like when I got them, in, I yeah. was like, "Oh, this is nice." Thick boy winner. And then I, <laughs> I held it up to the other one. I was like, "Oh, this is like much thicker." Hell and, yeah. Uh, the binding's a little bit nicer, and uh, the price is a, a lot lower because they can they can produce a lot more yeah. than I can, and they get those those minimums. So yeah. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, They Make Things, the inaugural episode with Connor and Ned. Thank hey, you thank so you. Thanks much for, for having, having us. I love talking about myself. Yeah, this has been a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so nice to be asked to be on the pilot episode of your show. Thank uh-huh. you yeah, so much. From the bottom real. of our hearts for well, thinking of you. us. <laughs> Wouldn't have happened without you all. Yeah, but thanks so much for talking about creativity with us. Yeah, like, no, for real. One of our favorite things to talk about. Yeah.